Hi, everybody. I'm Brittany Lewis with Forbes Breaking News. Joining me now is my colleague, Forbes tech reporter, Alexander Levine. Alexander, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. A really interesting story you have today for us. When ChatGBT came into the national discourse back in November of 2022, one of the first questions was, would this enable students to cheat? You recently reported that students are using generative AI in the college admissions process. First, you talk to colleges. Tell us what they're saying. Colleges really don't have consistent, coherent policies in place to address this issue. We have seen AI being used across the education sphere for brainstorming ideas. We've seen it for uh, help putting together sentences. But in admissions specifically, the stakes are even higher because this is someone's future on the line. And also, if you end up getting into a school because you use ChatGPT, you could potentially be taking a spot from somebody who may potentially be more deserving. So the colleges that we reached out to across the board were very hesitant to say anything about what kinds of words are red flags. However, it was clear when we reached out to them that the policies were pretty inconsistent and the range was so fascinating, the range of what is allowed. So some colleges had zero tolerance policies, some of them had sort of middle ground policies saying students could use them to brainstorm, and then some of them actually allow the use of ChatGPT in the applications because they say that the writing sample is no longer central to the application. That's interesting that they're so vague because brainstorming, what does that really mean? And in your uh, research for, uh, for your reporting, do you, do you find colleges lean into utilizing AI, totally against it, or it just changes? It really seems that across the board, they are very hesitant. They're very hesitant about it and they're very worried about it. Some of them, however, are leaning in. One of the colleges we spoke to is actually partnering with OpenAI, which is the creator of ChatGPT, to work on some of their curricula. Uh, but it's very interesting that across the board, there really is no cohesive, uh, there's no cohesive way to address this. And also it is worth noting that one of the colleges that we spoke to actually has a prompt in their application this year that, or for, for honor students, asking them to generate an essay using ChatGPT and then to go and critique that essay to discuss how, why it's strong, maybe why it's not strong and to sort of parse the, the potential issues with it. So I thought that that was sort of a very interesting twist on this that shows schools, even if they don't really have a way to approach it, maybe trying to get ahead or sort of look at it from a different angle. Something that you pointed out in your story is that there are some dead giveaways when it comes to writing your essay using ChatGBT, using generative AI. Let's help some students out. What are some of those giveaways? We interviewed a number of essay consultants who do freelance, uh, freelance work kind of helping students with their essays, reviewing the essays. Interestingly, there is a huge cottage, cottage industry of freelance consultants that has been created by generative AI and ChatGPT. These are people who even advertise on platforms like Fiverr that they are able to add a quote unquote human touch or human vibes to, to AI generated essays. So students are essentially hiring these people to quote on ChatGPT what they have written. So some of the words that these essay consultants who did not know each other but have all kind of across the board looked at dozens or hundreds of these, some of the words that were red flags, tapestry, beacon, something aligns seamlessly with my aspirations. So they're not just buzzwords, they're also phrases and sort of um, uh, also sentence structure and syntax that are dead giveaways. We saw things like 
talking about an esteemed faculty, a vibrant community. There were other sentence structures that were giveaways like, this is not only X, but also Y. So it really runs the gamut. And I think the important thing to emphasize here is that alone, any of these words is fine and certainly could have been generated by me, by any human. But what these essay consultants said was when you see all of the words or several of them spread out across an entire package or across many applications, you start to realize that maybe it's not so common to use the word tapestry in colloquial everyday language anymore. So I think that was one of the most, uh, the most interesting learnings. It's really interesting also when a big talking point when AI came onto the scene was, am I still going to have a job? And this is an interesting facet of, this is giving more jobs to essay consultants at least. It does sound easier just to write your own essay, but how easy is it for essay consultants or probably more importantly, admission staff to sniff out, hey, maybe they're using tapestry too much. This is AI generated. It's easier than a lot of students would probably know. And the essay consultants had a very easy time with it. They said, hey, we've just been reading dozens or hundreds of these. Imagine the admissions committees whose full-time jobs are to read these applications, and they have read over their careers probably many thousands of these, potentially thousands in just one admission season. So we actually spoke to the dean of undergraduate admissions at GW. And what he said was, A, yes, it is extremely easy for us to sniff these out. B, we actually trained our committee this year with one ChatGPT generated essay and they were able to find it quite quickly. And three, warning to students, most of the words that you end up having in your essays if they are generated by, by AI are hollow, he said they're thin, he said they're flat. And so I think that a lot of students probably don't realize just how easy it is for the very lightly trained eye to be able to spot this stuff. We both went to college, we're both journalists. We know how serious allegations of plagiarism, cheating are, especially in the educational world. So I am curious if a student was found to use AI, are they punished on their college application at least? Again, a range of different responses from the schools. And some of the vagueness in how they, how they you know, explain to us what they are doing, I think is a reflection of them either not wanting to share or really just not having a plan. So there are some schools that have zero tolerance policies. They have very clear language in their, you know, uh, in their, uh, in their either fraud policies that, that students need to agree to when they're submitting, saying we have not used ChatGPT, and, and students who you know agree to these policies and use ChatGPT anyways, either a copy paste or there's other you know other giveaways that they've used it, they can be accused of plagiarism. And then I think the most extreme example that we saw, but perhaps the largest scale one, which was very very important, was that the president of Common App, which million uh, more than a million students use to submit their college applications every year, and uh, by the way, more than I think a thousand schools are part of the common application, she said that that uh, allegations of plagiarism in these essays by using AI are investigated. She did not say exactly how they were investigated, but she did say that they notify the schools that the student has been uh, has applied to if the allegations turn out to be true. Obviously a super serious allegation to lob against a student. So you have to have some concrete evidence, I imagine. What are the technologies that these universities, Common App, are using and are they foolproof? Some universities, and it's not clear exactly how many or which ones, are using 
AI detection tools. Now, these are tools that the average person could also use. You know, they're not only for, for admissions committees, but they're basically tools where you can input a segment of text, a block, a large block of text, um, or in this case, an essay, and it can spit out a likelihood that AI has been used, or it can highlight potentially problematic sentences. Now, the schools will not say whether or not they are using these, but What's very interesting is that even the creators of some of these tools who we interviewed for our reporting told us they're so not foolproof and they're so not ready for prime time that we would not suggest to admissions committees that they use them, even though these founders had said that in, that, that schools and educators had in fact approached them with questions about whether they could you know, use these t types of solutions in, in an academic setting. We've seen this a lot in the tech space, and you pointed this out in your reporting, that the technology often outpaces the policy. We saw this with social media, and now we're seeing this with ChatGPT. And I am curious, where do you see the policies going now that we're a full year, a full year of college admissions into ChatGPT, into generative AI? Yeah, so as you pointed out, we are really in the thick of the first full admission season that has been since the explosion and wide adoption of ChatGPT. The technology came out in late 2022 initially. Uh, I think that we're already kind of most of the way through the admissions cycle that year. So this is really the first full season where we're going to be seeing the effects of it. I think the policies are trending more towards the schools having things in writing or figuring out, especially once they know what they're seeing this year, figuring out what, what sorts of language that they should be putting in their policies and maybe updating their in policies. I think the issue though is that they're already moving slowly and by the time next admission season comes around, there will be new use cases for AI, there will be stronger tools. Uh, detection will be probably getting better, it is getting better, but there will be also tools that make it even harder to detect. So I think that there probably will be more written policies. I think there will probably be more um, public outreach and also just education around this, maybe done on behalf of the schools or maybe done even on behalf of people who are in the industry who are creating them. But I don't think that there will be a clear way for schools to keep up because the technology is continuing to improve at a rapid clip. As a tech reporter, as someone who studies this, is fully in the thick of it, do you think that there's anything missing from the national conversation when it comes to college admissions, when it comes to education as a whole and generative AI? I think one of the most interesting developments I have seen, particularly in the last week or two, is that some schools are now reinstating the requirement that students take the SAT. And we that happened shortly after our story came out, so that wasn't sort of a piece of this. But I think anyone seeing that can look at it and think, well, is that happening in part because all of these other all of these other pieces of the application on which students are judged are becoming harder and harder to keep pure? And by keeping pure, I mean it's harder and harder to guarantee that this is a hundred percent the student's work. You can have them sign you know, code of conduct statements, you can have them, you can hope that they are, you know, young and bright and they're gonna be upstanding. And I think probably most students really are. But I think that uh, you're really seeing that, uh, that schools, and we may see more schools reinstate the SAT or other kinds of requirements that kind of move away a little bit from the essays. Um, schools are, are probably going to pull, pull different levers to try to address this. Alexander Levine, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you so much for having me.